Welcome to the Gamer Hour, ladies and gentlemen. Your new late night talk show for all things gaming and esports, brought to you by Esports Network. Coming to you from Reuters Studio in Times Square, New York City, I'm your host, Chris Puckett. Now this is the show that puts you, the gamer, first and foremost. The show where we bring in your favorite celebrities to talk and play your favorite games. The show we call the Gamer Hour, that only lasts 30 minutes. <laughs> Now we are so excited to kick off our very first episode tonight. And speaking of kicking things off, Cyberpunk 2077 has officially gone gold, baby, and is coming out November 19th. Ladies and gentlemen, we are actually finally gonna get to play Cyberpunk in 2020. Starring Keanu Reeves, the game is set in a futuristic dystopian society teetering on socioeconomic collapse which has sent the world into total chaos. Which is pretty much the world we're living in today, right? Just a lot less Keanu. But seriously, if you can't wait until November 19th, book a flight to anywhere like California, Georgia, or Florida. There's a whole lot to pick from right now. <laughs> now, Valorant is also making headlines this week. The game will be receiving a new agent on the 27th, and as part of her new abilities, this new initiator healer hybrid named Sky can summon a wolf to track down and damage her opponents or send out a bird that will, you guessed it, blind people. <laughs> really, a bird that blinds your enemies? Have we seriously run out of all ideas in video games? I mean, we've got throwing stars, grappling hooks, ice walls, sentry turrets, jetpacks, sticky bombs, master chief, and now birds. <laughs> Man, wouldn't it have been great to be in that meeting during the character design? Oh, we can uh, either go with this lightning rod that emits solar flares into the opponent's eyes, or a bird. Which one? The bird? Okay, yes, got it. <laughs> but what's next? A ferocious house cat that throws up sticky fur balls? I mean, hey, it's not a bad idea, right? They step on it, it slows them down, it makes their toes sticky, makes their feet cold. I can see it now in the end game credits. Overly Manicured Cat with Mucusy Furballs by Chris Puckett. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, fake COVID crowd. I love having you guys here tonight, and I promise the jokes will get better throughout the season. Speaking of getting better, our very first show is getting better right now as we bring out our celebrity guest on the show. He's an avid gamer himself, the 2017 NCAA champion from Villanova, now playing on the New Orleans Pelicans. Please give a warm welcome to Josh Hart. Josh, welcome to the Gamer Hour. We are so excited to have you as our very first guest on the show. And you're no stranger to the gaming world. I mean, I've been watching your clips on Twitter. I've cast your Warzone events multiple times. But what are you playing right now? What have you been up to during COVID? Um, COVID, I'm really just playing this, this Warzone. <laughs> That's about it. Um, just working out. And uh, this game is streaming, just kind of having fun with everything. Well, let's talk about how you got started with gaming. Was there any like one game, Twisted Metal or something on the PlayStation 2? Or was there a gaming experience that changed you? Like what got you hooked and made you a full-time gamer? I was big into Madden when I had the PS2. Well, before that, we had a, we had a Nintendo 64 and I was playing the, uh, the Mario, uh, I think it was just Super Mario, was it Super Mario? Super Mario 64, Super Mario. oh yeah. Yeah, when you had to like rescue Peach from a browser. So that kind of started it. Um, it was funny because I, I think I had, my brother would periodically bring home 
Xbox 360s. Just, just mm-hmm. figure, I'm not sure how or why. I never questioned them. Um, and this is when you had like the Xbox Live, like 30 day free trial. So I'd make like 40 different like emails so I can get like the free trial. So I'll just be gaming like that. So that's probably like my best, my best gamers are just, just doing that. I love it. I love it. No, I, I totally remember the hustle of the 30 day trial or the two week trial and just constantly making up new gamer tags. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your college days because you were a basketball player on the school team at Villanova while crushing uh-huh. on the court. You also got deeper into gaming. So how did this balance even work out? What did your schedule look like as a college student? You know, I, I was a typical college student. I would procrastinate all my schoolwork mostly until like the night before. Um, I got Halo. I like played the, the, the campaign. I beat the campaign in like a day. I played like Call of Duty. Dang. I forgot what it was like Black Ops. And like I was, so I was hooked and I like beat that campaign again in the day. Then I started doing online and then I was big in the Madden and FIFA. I do like the, I do like the, uh, we had like a, a Madden tournament or Madden regular season with some of my other teammates and all that. So that's, that's kind of how it was at college. I mean, it wasn't too hard just because um, I didn't really uh, party too much. I was, I was really just kind of just chilling in the crib, hanging out. So I was like, you know, there's nothing better to do besides play video games. Do you have anyone who's watching the show right now that you need to call out and just remind them that you're a better gamer than they were back in college? In college, Mikael Bridges, for sure. Um, better than him, Eric Pascal, that's, uh, um, that plays for the uh, Warriors right now. Um, who was Phil Booth? Like all those dudes who play. Jalen Brunson was terrible. Uh, you know, so <laughs> those, those are some of the guys I always played with. I would always dominate, but they probably tell you a different story. I love that you call out Bridges right away. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your 2017 season. That's the year you won the national championship in men's basketball, of course. For anyone who didn't follow your collegiate career, what game were you guys competing in, though? when you were back in the dorms or back in your rooms? Uh, Madden. So that was, uh, we were doing like the Madden ultimate team. So I was, I wasn't that well known like on social media wise, but like I had like a little bit of a following. So, so I kind of had like a, I had a more, a bigger following than most of the other guys. So I kind of was at an unfair advantage because I, I would say, so I would like tweet out something about ultimate team. And so I'll get like all these like, you know, little kids that were like big Villanova fans that like buy some, buy the cards and all that. And I didn't really have money. I was in college, so I couldn't really buy that many cards. So I'm like trading them, but like they're putting it on the auction. I'm like DMing them. They're putting it on the auction site for like real cheap. And I like get it like the second right when they put it up. So I had like this, I always had a crazy Madden Ultimate team. Um, and so you stacked just, your team using your fans. I like your strategy. Yeah, I, I, I really <laughs> use my fans. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll give like someone like some tickets or something, but um, I definitely use my fans. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you've been competing for a while. You've also been a streamer. Let's talk about Fortnite because that was the game you started on. Uh, at least that was when I first caught you playing video games on a pro level and you were making some serious cash doing it all for charity but how did you get into Fortnite and is that still uh one of your favorites in the genre what are your thoughts on on that title that first put you on the big gaming stage that was like one of the really big battle royale games like one versus a hundred um gotta come out on top so I'm really competitive so you know Right when, and I love playing video games. So I'll get back from the gym and I'll just hop on Fortnite because I need something to fuel some of that competitive nature. 
So um, by far uh, one of my favorite games I ever played. Um, I think I think Fortnite did so much for the gaming community, um, and it really just took streaming and gaming to a whole new level. It wasn't as yeah. cool before, but now, I mean, you see everyone, you know, wanting to hop, get into streaming, get PC stuff like that, and Fortnite was really started that. So um, I had a blast playing it. Uh, I don't play it anymore at all, um, just because uh, one, people are too good. Two, yep. <laughs> it's not it's not as fun as what it was before because like you know there like you would build a little bit but not too much so it would just be like like you're playing with your boys but now like you shoot somebody they build a whole mansion or you yep. know everyone just plays late game and they have all these palace. people tunneling and taking walls and all like that's not me like just give give us like a few, give me season two Fortnite back and everyone else at that skill level and I'll play it all day but. How it is now? Nah, I can't do it. Well, I, I think you nailed it at the time. You were on top of the game when it mattered most, right? Uh, when did you realize, though, that you were better than the rest and you should compete in some of these gaming events? I don't know, because like, at first, I, was, I wasn't that good, honestly. At, at first, I wasn't. But then I just played it so much. And then, like, the E3, you know, tournaments and, and, and things for charity. And I did right. that one year. Now it's COD and, like, Warzone tournaments. And like right when that came out, it was I was rough in it because it was my first time ever playing mouse and keyboard on um, any kind of game, really. But now I'm like, all right, now I can like play games. Comfortable play with games. it? Yeah, I'm comfortable with it. Like I'll play games with um, you know, like Symphony and uh, Crowder and, and those kind of guys, Nick Merckx and, and, and all those guys. So it's like, all right, like these guys obviously are like the top of the top but like oh yeah i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm hanging with them but i'm like i'm like in there like they'll get 25 kills i'll get like eight and like for me that's i mean for me that's good because like eight regardless is a good number but then you're playing with those guys who push everything and just are just on a different level so it's like that eight really you know playing with your boys is like 15 16 you know right Hey, man, if you can put up eight and Symphony didn't beat you to those eight, that's a win in itself. Exactly. Uh, so I have to ask, are you officially on Team PC right now? Have you put the controllers away? Yeah, um, I, I put the controllers away. I'm strictly mouse and keyboard, uh, okay. at least for this one. I think the next Call of Duty, I'll probably just rock with mouse and keyboard. I got, you know, it was kind of a bummer. Like, if I want to play sports games, I got to, like, dust off the PS4 and the controller and play uh, FIFA and Madden on that. But... Uh, cause that's what all my, all my friends play it on. But, um, yeah, I actually, I, I like it. It's fun. Um, um, I'm over there just type of, I got like heavy hands and all that. So whenever I play with people, they always hear like clicking and all that, but, um, I like it. It's fun. It's smooth. Um, and some people always are like, Oh wow, you play mouse and keyboard. That's crazy. So yeah, I, I'll be honest. Your <laughs> aim is pretty darn good for someone who is still newish to the mouse. It's taken me like three Appreciate years and I'm still it. terrible. Uh, let's talk about COVID because for 2020, this year has sucked for most people. But for gamers like me, it's given us a chance to hang out with some of our friends that we might not have seen for a while. And we're all reconnecting with video games. So has there been anyone in your life from previous teams or high school or college, anyone that you didn't expect to be in your life as much as they are on the other side of a keyboard right now? For me, I don't really have that many friends. I'm really a, a kind of a close-knit, close-off kind of person. Um, so I got like four, three or four, you know, best friends from high school. Um, so I played with some of those guys. The one, my, my guy, Ant, we, 
we were kind of rivals, I guess, and, and uh, our schools were rivals in high school. Our team are used to kill their, but it's a different story. Um, so, you know, we were cool. We were cool then. Then that we both went to colleges. Like we would talk occasionally, um, but it wasn't like an everyday kind of thing where we'd be gaming for hours or whatever. But now it's funny because like now we're in a group chat. We talk all the time. Uh, we game all the time, you know, he, you know, he just got into streaming. So we'll stream for hours and stuff like that. Um, him, my boy, Zeno, um, I say my boy, I don't think I ever actually physically met Zeno in person, but um, like, he's like the same thing, group chats, um, gaming for hours, stuff like that. So there's definitely um, a, a couple people that have, you know, either haven't met or, uh, you know, I haven't really interacted with in a while. And now I'm gaming with them and talking to them, you know, on you know every day or every week basis. I hear that. I've been trying to get my whole family to hop into Among Us. I think it'll like ruin everything before <laughs> yeah. Christmas, but I'm like, let's try it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your home though, because while a lot of people like me in New York City might not love the tiny New York apartment during COVID and being quarantined, uh, you kind of have a unique setup thanks to our friends at Turtle Beach. So Turtle Beach, one of the early supporters of eSports, came in and set you up with a gaming pad. Let's talk about your setup. What did they do in your house? I got like two 65-inch TVs right here with Sonos soundbars, Sonos, like subwoofers and all that around the room. Got a PC, three monitors. They really kind of decked everything out, and um, I'm very grateful I'm gonna try to make it a little bit cooler, but uh, in terms of everything else, the ambiance, I might try to get some lights and all that. Okay. But, uh, they definitely hooked it up. So it's, it's definitely love. I got showed them a lot of love for that one. I like it, man. Well, you've definitely got the room set up. I would love to see the finished product, but already one of the better setups in gaming right now. Let's talk about Call of Duty Warzone. We mentioned it. It's your game of choice right now. It's the game I always see you streaming, and you're not the only celebrity or athlete doing it. I've done so many events with musicians, DJs, NFL players, NBA players, NHL players, all competing. So let's get into these events. First question, who is the worst athlete gamer out there right now? Uh, oh, worth athlete gamer. Um, hmm. You get paired up in duos, and you're like, oh, man, there's no shot we win this. Jalen got all right. I'll say Larry Nance in Warzone because he doesn't play it at all. So um, I don't know if I want Larry Nance on my Warzone duo team just because it's – I think he got back on the Apex and all the eye on that one. But I don't want him on the team. It will be great content pieces, but we won't get no dubs. <laughs> No uh, dubs at all. Now, who can hang with Josh Hart? If you could build a team of professional athletes, who's in your four-man squad? I don't know. I don't have to think about this one. Have um, you played with Kyle Van Noy yet? Used to be a so Patriot, no, I, I have Dolphin not, linebacker. I've, I've I think he's the best I've seen in Warzone. Yeah, I played against him in a tournament, and he he went off. So I haven't really watched him play too much, but I will I would definitely take him. I saw I saw the numbers he put up. I was like, ah, yeah, he's nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of talent <laughs> out there, and it kind of disgusts me considering that you guys have other full time jobs that require physical strength and a bunch of other abilities. But uh, keep it up, Josh. Right now, you're better than me at Warzone, but I can't wait to have you in the studio one day to play other games where I maybe stand a chance. Maybe Madden, maybe FIFA, maybe Mortal Kombat. Um, let's talk about your competitive edge, though. Clearly, 
This is one of your favorite things to do since the beginning. You're always competing, always squaring up against friends, opponents, um, people on the other side of the court. Where are you more competitive, in-game or on the basketball court? You definitely see it, you know, in-game just because, like, I mean, there's, there's been several um, videos of, like, me throwing controllers or breaking keyboards and stuff like that. Like, you know, there's probably some clips of me, like, cursing out some of my friends or something like that. Because knowing that they sh like knowing that they should get a kill somewhere, like I might have got down or something, and they're just doing yep. some something totally different, or like they're on the other side of the map, not knowing what they're doing, and I'm like cursing them out. So I'm definitely more uh, competitive on the court, but uh, I'm I'm definitely uh, I definitely get heated uh, on, on the video game. So well, Josh, we talked about the pressure and we talked about some of the rage moments. I know I've had mine in the halo days. I've broken a few Xbox controllers, but you had a clip that made it viral. Let's take a look. Oh, right, so ain't right nobody there. just gonna go a right. Go down. Oh, no. Flash. How do you shoot me? And I'm behind a wall. That makes no sense. All right, that poor keyboard, Josh, can you explain what happened right there? What triggered you in that moment? I get flashed, right? So I'm already flashed. And then <laughs> my one of my teammates throws a flash into the building that explodes. And the dude yep. like simultaneously jumped out while it explodes. So it looks kind of like he glitched over there. So, and I, I, and I'm getting dog killed by KD's probably like 0.2 on like on this like little tournament. So I just snapped, I, I couldn't do it. I was just, I was so heated. <laughs> I was so heated, so tilted, so triggered. I just, I just couldn't do it. I've been in there. I feel your pain, the double flash, the frustration from the teammate. I feel it all the time. What's worse though, that feeling in Warzone or multiplayer? And which one do you think you have more time in right now in Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Multiplayer, it's it's cool, but like it, you don't get the same feel because like, uh, you die. Then you know if you're just playing regular team deathmatch, you respawn in two seconds. Or if you're playing right. surge, you gotta wait. You know what? Maybe twenty seconds max or thirty seconds for the rest of you got to either win that round or lose that round. Then Warzone is is more because you gotta win. It's supposed to be last you know last team standing. Um, and then if you don't win, it's like you're waiting like two, three minutes to load up into another game and do all that. So I definitely get more satisfaction, but more frustration in war zones. So, uh, man, and needless to say, that's probably most of my hours, honestly. It's almost strictly all war zones, unless I want to try to level up a gun or something that I'll play some multiplayer. Right. But it's kind of crazy that you got to go get what? 500 headshots with certain LMGs just to unlock them in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm over here trying. Like, I'm and I right now I'm debating right because I just start, I, I like I jumped onto the kilo wave kind of low. I'm kind of late, so I'm like, all right, Cold War is gonna come out soon. We're gonna switch things up, and I use a VOK with it. But I love that the blue dot Halo site. So I'm like, all right, I gotta, I got like three more things. I got like. 200 kills with this site, 50 headshots, 200 kills with another one, 50 headshots, another one. And then I unlock the blue dot. So I'm like, do I really want to put the time in a multiplayer to do this? And I might only have this game for like three more weeks. 
So I'm like in that little like predicament. I don't know if I should do it or not, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I can it, get bored. One is day. it worth? Is it worth the hustle? Is it worth the exactly. challenge? I'm weighing my options as well. There's too many <laughs> games out right now, but we do know. I mean, Cold War's gonna be the best Call of Duty of the decade, right? It's coming from Treyarch. It's got Warzone taken to the next level. What are you most excited about the new Call of Duty? What are you looking forward to? My KD is gonna be way better. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what I'm hyped about. <laughs> because I'm like, obviously, this is my first Call of Duty playing mouse keyboard. My Call of Duty on like my KD on um on Warzone like one one point five right now, and so it was like, it was like at the beginning, like the first three months of Warzone, I was just getting dogged. Like I could barely move. I probably looked like a bot. And then now I'm like, all right, I'm functional. I can move. I can do all those things. So that's a, that's what I'm most excited. I'm most excited about for like get like a two, three KD. So like when people hit me with like, yo, show us your KD on stream. I'm like, yo, it's this instead of like, oh, it's one five. But guys, I didn't play keyboard. Like I don't got an excuse. I'm like, yeah, look at this. I frag out. <laughs> I feel the pain. I'm not going to tell anyone, but I'm definitely under a 2, Katie. No one heard that, though. All right, let's talk about your favorite video game of all time. I got asked this question on set today, and I didn't have an answer. And then I reminded myself I was a pro in Halo 1. So it's still Halo 1 for me. But what is your favorite video game of all time? I'm honestly, I'm probably going to say Fortnite, honestly, because I don't know if it was the best game I ever played, but the amount of fun that I've had playing that game. Um, I think I, I think that kind of tops everything. Cause like, like season two, I'll say season two, season two and three Fortnite, the like the best I ever played just because the gameplay was fun, but it was just like, it was just so hectic playing that game with your friends, the call outs and stuff like that. Like I would be almost on the ground laughing. You know, when you laugh so hard, you get to the point where like, like it's not even laughing anymore. Like you're like it's quiet and you're trying to breathe. Like I felt like I like it was I was on that level almost every day I was playing Fortnite with, with my friends. So it's, I'm saying that's the best one. Especially when you when you fall off the map or when you don't have enough materials to cross something. Those were some of my favorite <laughs> moments. Uh, Josh, let's answer this one because I'll be honest, in high school, I'm 34, so I'm a little older than you, but in high mm -hmm. school. I didn't tell people I played video games. That was until grandma got me a license plate that said Xbox Freak. And then I had to tell everyone. <laughs> uh, college, I didn't tell people I played video games, but I traveled the country throwing tournaments. And mm. now I'm finally proud to say I work full time as a video game broadcaster. But why do you game? And I, I just want to give you a shout out here as well. I feel like you have done a great job bridging the gap amongst the fan base of just that gaming isn't a nerdy thing to do anymore. What got you into gaming and why do you do it today still? So I always loved gaming just like that competitive nature and all that. I started streaming uh, my rookie year. I broke my hand so I couldn't, I couldn't, I wasn't out there hooping. So I was playing a bunch of Fortnite and I was like, you know what? My brother mentioned Twitch. I'm like, right, let's try it. And, and it was fun. Um, so for me, it was just kind of like, you know, let, let's just have fun with it. And I, and I was in LA, so I was taking a lot of heat from from people um you know like basically saying i game too much or i play too much video games and stuff like that but um for me like it's just something that's fun to do and i feel like a lot of people now are are being exposed to it more and more and they're playing they're watching twitch they're getting setups and doing stuff like that so um i'm proud to say i was one of the first ones and i was taking crazy hits on like social media 
uh, from a lot of Laker fans uh, telling me to get in the gym and get off the game. But, you know, it's kind of cool to see where gaming and streaming and all that is now um, in comparison to, you know, a couple years ago. Well, you've been a fantastic ambassador. So on behalf of all of us nerds out there, thank you for that. <laughs> uh, I, I do have to ask you before we go here about the bubble. What was it like playing in the bubble this year? I got to give major props to the NBA. They pulled it off. They held their season. They kept uh, COVID out of it. Um, the only issue seemed to be early on. They didn't have strong enough internet for you. So talk me through yeah. what was it like going through this life-changing process? Yeah, but the, the internet at the beginning wasn't great, but uh, you know we, we made it work. But um, it was it was like a a big a big summer camp, honestly, because like you know like when you're ten years old or whatever, you go to summer camp, you can't leave, you can't do, really do anything. Like you're just hanging out with your friends. It was just kind of like I right, I can really just focus on just hooping. And you know, for a lot of people, I think that's why you saw a lot of people find a lot of success because you know normally you're um, you know, you're flying to and from games, you know, you have back-to-back -back games, you get into a, an arena or you get home at two o'clock and you have a game the next day, or, you know, you have practice. And like, and so like your sleep schedule, like you'd be in one week, you might be in four or five different cities. So it's like, you don't have that distraction. Um, you don't have distraction of like trying to get family tickets and people asking you for, you know, tickets and trying to get to a game. You don't have to worry about any of that. I don't want to do it again. I'm putting that out there now. I do not want to do that again. <laughs> Please don't um, make me do it. Yeah. Hopefully leave that in the past. Hopefully we can get a vaccine uh, for the upcoming season. But, you know, it was cool. It was something that I can tell, uh, you know, my kids, like, oh, yeah, I played in that. And it was, you know, back in my day, we had a boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we, we created a bubble, a safe place for exactly. competition. <laughs> if you had to do it again, because we have no idea what's going to happen with the whole vaccine situation, if you had to do it again, and honestly, it's looking like we might see that in 2021 for certain sports, what would you do differently? And this goes out to all of the NFL players, the professional gamers out there that could be in a bubble of their own. What are the pro tips for someone who has lived through the bubble? I don't know. I feel like I did it. I did it really well. Um, before I got there, I had, you know, I didn't want to bring my, some of my monitors. So I was like, I sent monitors down. I sent a wine fridge down. I had wine brought, uh, shipped in there. Um, even before I got there. So right when I got there, I was able to just kind of get cozy and, and do that kind of thing. But um, for people that didn't do that, I would say just to like think of like the stuff you would want, whether that's, um, you know, stuff to make the, you know, a, a mattress topper or snacks or anything like that. Order that before you get there. So right when you get there, you can be as comfortable as possible. Because obviously you can only be so comfortable in that because it's not like, not my bed, it's not my house, not anything like that, but trying to make it as comfortable and as like your place as possible, um, you know, definitely helps. So that's what I'll say. There you go. All right, those are some wise words from Josh. All right, Josh, thank you so much for coming on the show and being our very first guest. We hope to see you again on a show in the future. Next time, I'm gonna make sure to carve out some game time with you. Everyone, <laughs> give it up for Josh Hart, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. It was so much fun having Josh Hart on the show tonight. Collegiate champion, professional basketball player, and now we all know, future Call of Duty Warzone pro. Please make sure to check out and follow Josh on all social media channels if you don't already. His Twitch is Show. His Twitter, it's at Josh Hart. And his Instagram, at Hart. 
Thank you all for tuning in to the first ever Gamer Hour broadcast. Stay tuned and be sure to follow the Gamer Hour on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And check out our website, thegamerhour.com, to stay up to date on our latest guests, events, and experiences coming to the show. You can watch and share the show on YouTube, Twitch, and over 30 other streaming channels right now, all of them which can be found on the website. From Reuters Studio here in New York City's Times Square, I'm Chris Puckett. Thanks for watching, everybody, and we'll see you next week on another episode of the Gamer Hour. Watch this, watch this, watch this.